Talo Falava. You're listening to a Tata Yahoro Core Education podcast. We need to create a space where it's more interactive. And we need to allow our children to speak. Because education is not just the classroom. Education is everything that you do. Podcast. Uh, it gives me great pleasure to introduce today's guest, Sawi Tulangi Olitangaloa Benina Ifupo, who's the founder and, if you put it a Balangi word, CEO of Falelelanga. And she's just going to share this afternoon about her work and her vision and her passion for people here in Aotearoa and across the globe. So on that note, welcome Benina. Introduce yourself, tell us a bit about yourself and like with anything that always leads into the into our Talanoanga today. Malo Faftai Lava Atutuila Fatalu Fatu Ilepaia Malemamalu Lene Fafumai Faftai Molevano Faulo. Talatalanoi Foima Fasuatu Ewingaile Falila Langa Culture and Education Centre. Ia Olo Ingua Osawa Tulangi Oletanga Loa Beni Naifupo Oa Oletina Samoa Oletamaitai Ole Fianga Alo Ainga Ole Matai Tausi Ainga Maletausi Messina Ia Oletamaitai Fo Yole Pacifica So it is very, very privileged and it's such an honour to be able to tell a no with you to Tuila today and to be able to be part of the You Learn 2023 conference. So, yeah, born and raised in Samoa in my village, Musumusu, in Fangaloa, which is the beautiful, untouchable, historical place. And mm. that is kind of separated but together and together with here yeah, in the Atuatu which is about for the so and so yeah from the education sector but now I'm in the still in the education sector but I'm in the social enterprise running I'm using all the experiences and the learnings and the growing that has been passed that I've that I've nurtured and by my family by the village yeah to do something Something that will that is purposeful for mm. our Tangata Samoa and especially our children here yeah, in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and contribute to the education in a very different way. A long introduction about mm-hmm. myself. Thank you, <laughs> You talked about the richness of the Vaafunti Bofangaloa, and I know personally from listening to people, it's got such a rich history, rich history in terms of. Can you just talk about how those experiences from Levafunti, Fangaloa, how those experiences molded you and you were able to adapt that heritage, those learnings, into what is known today as Levalalalanga? Yeah, so as I said, born and raised mm. in Musumusu, 
and in terms of education uh, before I get to education it's always the first thing is family yeah. but usually God you know my faith which is I'm Catholic faith and then family and um, from there it's education so number three to education and so cocooned in that in in that environment mm. where you know but also understanding my responsibility as a tamaitai and then as a young girl growing up in the village I've observed all the practices and the rituals and I was part of it even though at the time it was your expectation is pick up the rubbish and all that and you know go to go to church participate as you know Catholic normal Catholic church girl and then from there going into the Catholic education where St Mary Savalalo and then St Mary so all the the special character of being a Catholic mm. school. So you've got your onga and then also at the same time aligning that with your values as a Tamaitai Samoa and then aligning it with your values as a Tamaitai Katoliko. Mm. So all of that in the village. So do all of that and then the expectation is to pass your exams. Mm. So you still have to fulfill all these obligations in the village and the church and at the same time Education is one is very important in my family. So I grew up in that. So not only my mum's sisters, two of my mother's sisters and the, and her brother are all teachers. So the education talk and conversation, you know, in our whaleo'o, mm. you know, around when we have lotu, there's always that in the evening. And I see my grandmother and my mother always pray in the mm. morning and it's really just to give that kaulanga back to God. Right, that onga, kapua inga and all that. But not only and then knowing your kiuke and what you're supposed to do and the way you bef- way you behave. Mm. And then from there, so I've observed all that and then get to education and it was the top priority is to pass your exams, not just get an education but get a good and purposeful education and then from there you know you can just go higher the expectations and the dreams of my ancestors and the village that cocooned me is go further in life in education but once you complete that education journey do not forget who you are you know and then when you're finished you always come back mm. you know you have that wisdom of Papa Langi but does not matter that, that you're going to change who you are so you you still and I've lived so it's about understand it's about living into a world that world because you've got to understand that world and but also because I'm well cocooned in my more not only that I've got the language but I've also got the culture and I've got the village behind me and I've got the creator who is everything my faith so that says that's the holistic living and doing and coming to New Zealand so it's always that and then I'm um, teaching in the field of teaching then after 15 years you know in that sector I thought no there's there's another thing that you can contribute so collecting and using all those experiences to build something that is purposeful and meaningful in terms of learning so that's how the vision of Falila Langa came about 
and I know that I've got that Neocena, it's within me and it's my DNA and I have the elders around me which is they have the sacred wisdom and I draw that from them, I draw that and it's my learning as well and then gift it to our, to our students, to our Samoan community and to New Zealand born and also have that intergenerational learning where everything is interwoven together. So that's the vision of Falilalanga. So I take it from what you've shared, Falilalanga, would you say it's a, a cultural model of learning, of delivery? You've talked about language and culture. How can all those interwoven? How would we deliver it here in Aotearoa? Um, you've got to have the language. Mm. And language comes from culture. Okay. Because you have the culture, and the way you express culture is through language. Mm. Because you cannot express culture by just looking at culture. You've got to have the ngangana to be able to express the identity, to be, to be able to express the culture. So, and be able to connect through the words and expressions of Anganu'um. So, it is a cultural platform. It is a spiritual. When you're in that space, when every Samoans, like for example, I'm so spiritually connected. It's not a religion. Mm. You know, connected to my ngafa, connected mm. to my responsibilities, not mm. only responsibilities of Tausi Ainga as a matai, but also responsibility of Tausi Miasina as a tamaitai, as a fianga. So also connected, connected to my fanua. I know where the boundaries, I know where the tua oi. Mm. So and also understanding nafaya and ngafa as a tamaitai. So all of that. So it's a holistic, spiritual. And then the, the teaching part is education. Because education is not just the classroom. Education is everything that you do, everything that you learn. But education and learning in the real experience, real life experience, which is it's not something that you learn in books. It's not something that you just pick up a book and then just learn that yes. so it's, it's a holistic because it's got that mana and also it's acknowledging the wisdom of our ancestors and their dreams for us to be successful so Falilalanga is that that is the if I use the, the kupu Māori that's the kaupapa yeah. of Falilalanga so everything mm. about the delivery the local curriculum that Falilalanga built even the facilitators who are the elders mm. and everything that we do it's it all connects to yeah to that culture yeah spiritual holistic mm. you, you've talked about some really deep thoughts or deep kaupapa so especially for our New Zealand born who a lot of them are in different parts of their journey in terms of the language and also with the culture. How have you found their journey and has that really accelerated their learning not only in this space but in the other spaces in the, the cultural but also in the, in the Bālangi world where they have to succeed as well? How, has that had a bit of an impact on their learning? That is a really, really good uh, reflective question, um, Tutuila. And I, I concur with you, we're all in the different parts of our malanga. So I use the word sopo. Mm. Sopo is a journey. Mm. 
you know when you you suffer you actually you know a lot of struggles and all of that you got to overcome you got to get through that manga mm. you got to get through that awalanga lue so it's it's a it's a long journey when you're supo so and then where you start we start our supo different different areas i started mining samoa you must must be a different one mm. for you and then there was along the line of our supo anga that we come across that we meet you know right, face right. to face and then through education that you know that we connect i find one i really want to acknowledge new zealand born mm. samoans because it's hard you know for myself i born raised in samoa it's only one identity mm. it's just samoan there's no such thing as pacifica yeah. pacifica is not an identity mm. or samoan new zealand or or whatever over or a rainbow or mm. a disability there's only one but he, over here it's it's quite diverse and i feel for them this is from me you know the deepest aloha for our news because i have new zealand poor children yeah. and i see them that they are navigating a different space mm. they are traversing a very complex one being a samoan two being new zealand born samoan three being young samoan mm. you know and adult samoan mm. so, so it's quite a range of that and then the question is where do i fit because sometimes i want it to be but i want to participate in rituals but i don't have the language so i don't want to get it wrong mm. or otherwise i will be um okingia mm. by the elders <laughs> that that's not the way to do yeah. things and we got to understand that the world is changing samoa the culture is evolving and it's not a matter of just no this is how we do things no that's that's not the right thing it's not a matter of questioning this is the right thing because we got to uh, what is the right thing what is the right way of doing things then you know otherwise if we we can itu mau fainga itu mau fa vaya su fainga ah so value remains approach is different mm. so we have to catch up we have to catch up with the, with the generation that there is especially digital mm. everything's on digital they're learning and most because my children do it too they learn the fatsamoa through digital you know to go online Perfect. and learn the, especially the siva mm. and the ayuli and all of that that's a great way of learning you know the other way so it's really about you know th- this way of the concept of sopo it's bringing the the old the wisdom of the the elders with the new and blend it together so that the old can also learn from the digital skills of and expertise of the young and the young can learn their cultural identity and the language from from the elders so it's blending it together so that otherwise the the young people want it to be part of it but they oh it's not safe mm. you know i want it but really but it's about let's have a conversation you know we know our values but let's bring everyone together and kind of feel, acknowledge where they are acknowledge where they have come from acknowledge where they are now the present and together the old and the new blend it together and that's that will take them to the sopul to where they they are the heading yeah. towards my lord love it. it's a great analogy of it because it is you know like the word you use a safe environment because a lot of it 
for our, especially for our New Zealand born they've got a little bit but a lot of them feel insecure and don't have enough in today your session today you really very uh, well about these different communities and one question that came through can members of the rainbow community those who identify as whafafine tulo engage in weaving because as you know in Samoan it is certainly the older women that do the weaving and um, we don't see it as a, as a man's, man's role. How is, how was, is that all unpacking here in Aotearoa and with Falelalanga? You framed that really, really well to tell about the specialisation of duties and responsibilities mm. in Samoa. It's very visible in Samoa yes. that the men, yeah, uh, they do all the heavy lifting yeah. job. The women, the tamaitai, it's within the whale. And that's making sure that the whale is organised, making sure the children are well fed and well looked after, making sure that Yetonga and the Miasina are woven and, and all of that. And that's only two identities, mm -hmm. you know. It's either you are Tamaitai or you are Lee. Full stop. Mm. Here in New Zealand, and that and that works well in Samoa. Because of, of that, and we have whanganu, mm. we have the social structure is so, so different. We have the whamatai, which is very, very, it's it's um, hierarchical in that. But we also have different saufainga. We mm. have the saufainga tamali'i, mafailaunga. We also have the saufainga tamaitai. And also we have a saufainga taulilea. So, ile, 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 afui. And all these small faleo'o, which is um, so in New Zealand it's a different context mm. we have different identities we have tomatoes, we have girls we have boys we also have rainbow we also have disabilities and these are the these are the communities that we need to embrace mm. because we all have different skill sets and I think if we understand how weaving so weaving, breaches those gaps. Weaving builds communities. Community is not just one ethnicity or one identity. So imagine having this whole diverse communities, rainbow and all of that sitting, sitting in the Falilalanga. Be able to share not only as a place of healing, of all the trauma and the, the therapeutic of I belong here. I belong to Falilalanga. I'm Samoan, even though I don't have the language, but I can learn here. Mm. I can come to the. If I'm a Fafafina, say it too low, I can come and sit here with my with the mamas, mm. and I can learn from them. They can massage me with love. They can give me the words. They can teach teach me Fafakaileo vai masulo They can teach me Fafengfolafolame ai. They can teach me the patterns of how to lalanga. So that's, so whale lalanga is, and that's one, how can I build something that everyone is part of it, so that it builds community, so that the division, because we will not, division will not bring us together if we isolate ourselves. Another thing about whale lalanga is the mental well-being. You know, there's so many people, you know, suicide rate is quite high. People are being the anxiety, the depression, and people are isolated. Look at COVID. 
what COVID did to us. And then it's not the matter of, you know, you're there, I'm here. It's not the matter of them and us. It's just a matter of us together. You know, we can be different. And I want really want to acknowledge the difference because we need to acknowledge and we need to tell that we are different. Mm-hmm. Different and together. together. And I think that's the purpose of Falila Langa. And Falila Langa is for everyone. It does not mm-hmm. matter. Just come as you are. <laughs> and then let Falila Langa massage you, you know, that acupuncture of love mm. and healing it because it's therapeutic. And then find your space. And then you have the village surrounding you with so much alufa. And that's really powerful and very, very powerful when you talk about it embraces everyone. Come as you are and you will be part of it. Also, just in your presentation this afternoon, you shared about some other key points in terms of the curricula. There's teachers that are looking for ways to deliver or use some of the concepts of Falilalang. Could you talk about how, if I was a, a teacher, how could I use that to enhance my classroom delivery or classroom environment mm, mm. through Falilalanga? I've gone with the days where the te- you just sit down and close your mouth and listen to the teacher. Mm. That was quite passive. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for our students, for our Samoan and Pacifica, it was just that teaching from home. And then, yes, it worked in the island, it worked in there, but here we need to create a space where it's more interactive. And we need to allow our children to speak. Do not silent, no, to speak. And for them to question things. And if something is not right, is it, excuse me, you know, what is this? Otherwise, they will be going through that whole silent kind of culture and it will be misinterpreted by educators and teachers. What I've seen and what I would love to see more is our teachers in our classrooms being more responsive being, so that it captures the diversity. And also, now the literacy in the Balangi sense is only English. But our children come with literacy. They mm. were born with literacy. Yes. They have the ngangana. How can the main system literacy, concept of literacy, acknowledge the literacy that comes with our children? The prior, the prior Their prior knowledge. Because prior knowledge is quite powerful. Mm. And they live through it. And they, it's their live experience. And then bringing that into classrooms. So that's number one. Number two, really for our teachers to not to shut down our children but really just to find out you need to know your learners what are they where are they from mm. you know what is if, if there's some um, what are they from Savai'i or Upuru do they understand who they are and then from there start the conversation and I think the teacher will get to know more and that what the student is bringing will help the teacher expand and extend her or his knowledge of culture and then it will connect but the other thing I'm also looking at and kind of exploring, how is the mainstream kind of, what is available for our teachers out there to be able to connect to be in terms of culture and language so that there is the threat, so you know that they're part of this fabric 
And I think we need to do more in that space. We need to support our teachers in terms of cultural responsiveness. We need to kind of, and even the resources, because with Whalilalanga, I think accessibility is quite important. Mm. You know, you have all these amazing ideas, but how can these amazing ideas get into our classrooms? And that's what Whalilalanga, creating our own curriculum, and then we take it. Don't wait until something is available. When you see there's a need, then from there you can just go, okay, just take it there. Take that. And then for teachers to, oh, there is another, there is another way of doing it. And really working with teachers. So that not just telling teachers, but really show how it's done. And from there, there is that collaboration, you know. They can still do their, know, the brain stuff. But Falilalanga works from the soul. I always tell this story. Falilalanga works from the soul. Because when the soul of a, of a person softens, you know, they're ready to learn and they're ready to receive, you know. But if you work from here, yeah, you know what's going to happen. Mm. But it has to be here. So when then can teachers work from here with the Falilalanga works from here. And it's kind of work together. And then provide resources and also support for, for our teachers. So it, it sounds like obviously one of those steps is for Falilalanga to provide those teaching curricular resources but also that PLD or professional learning development for our kayako bookako faya Just in closing Saulitulangi Tangaloa is there anything else you'd just like to share? Where do you see Falalalanga? Where is it going? It's going into schools, it's going in communities. What are the other visions that people, our listeners or in Aotearoa can look forward to with Falalalanga? The vision for Falalalanga is to be a school, which is mm. we're working towards, so that we can build our own aonga from early childhood right up to tertiary using our own curriculum, using the Samoan local curriculum because okay. in Falilalanga, in the weaving, you have your social science. Mm. That's the way of teaching. You have your history, you have science, you have creative arts. That's your arts, that's your culture, that's literacy and numeracy because you need to know how many patterns, how many strips of laufala. So you've got the whole full curriculum in Falilalanga. So that's the long-term vision, is to have our own aonga, and the curriculum is the Falilalanga curriculum, delivering by our own mātou and Mato. elders. That's the vision. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Penina. Tali tōno fōi e moni a au, upo o le atunu e au, ini lau o tamaitai. And I, I think that's a, a, a fitting alanga uh, or proverb to end our podcast today. And also, just like to thank you for your time, your energy, and your passion, and your tautua, tautua le mavai, tautua matapalapala for our community and people here in Aotearoa. And thank you for this opportunity. It's, it's heartwarming knowing that there was a space for us and for Falilalanga and we're looking forward to share our Miasina and to work together. This is a big work. So we need people to work with us and so that we can achieve this vision, not just for Falilalanga, but education. You know, this will be a new normal, natural. And also for our people here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, so Falofalava.
You've been listening to a Tata Yahorau Core Education podcast.